Hey everyone, welcome to BB and Budgie's Thursday night Ricky as we start the countdown, I guess, for uh, the Daybreaker Rally uh, coming up in a couple of months' time in the middle of this big middle season break. And good enough to join us is Robbie Stokes, one of our top one competitors. Uh, Robbie, fresh off the play, mate. You've been in Europe for the the last little while, a um, bit of a chance to recharge your batteries, have a bit of sightseeing, and well, enjoy yourself after what's been a bit of a challenging start to, to your season. Tell us about your trip. How, how did you feel? What did you, you sort of do over there? Yeah, cheers for having me on again, Budgie. Um, I wouldn't say I recharged any batteries while I was over there. Uh, it was more of a, uh, not working holiday, but uh, yeah, a lot of uh, um, good times, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, the the rally that I went to, uh, the Waterford Rally, was Craig Breen's home rally. Um, so um, I hired a car and drove down from Dublin and. Um, Drove a few of the roads beforehand the night before. Nearly, nearly had a head on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we yeah probably shouldn't say that on here. But uh, yeah, we we got away with it. But um, the roads over there are just just unreal. Just how narrow they are, and just how inviting they are to make you go that much faster. And they're so bumpy as well. So the likes those old BDAs and stuff running with with no little to no suspension is just. Uh, Pretty, uh, pretty uh, mind-boggling, and then watching them in the rallies is just, uh, yeah, it's unreal. But <clears throat> yeah, definitely made me want to go over and have a go at the the tarmac stuff, and um, just to see what it's all about. Um, what, what was maybe the future? Like? Who knows? What was the standard sort of like, you know, compared to what we have out here in this part of the world? It's it's really hard to say which where anyone would would fit in over there because it's just it's a completely different type of rallying as tarmac and then it's obviously Irish so it's so it's so narrow and there's uh, all sorts of weather you get four seasons in one day it was raining one stage and then it was dry in another stage and they have yeah all sorts of stuff and there's um 30 second intervals instead of minute intervals so as a spectator it's really cool to watch there's about an hour and a half of just cars flying past it's uh yeah it's really cool to watch but um yeah, so that's another aspect of it. If you if you're getting caught, you will get caught. Um, uh, although I'm saying that some of the stages are pretty pretty short as well. But um, yeah, they're, they're very high intensity stages, so you got to be on your game from from the get go, which I which I really like. But um, yeah, I don't know. It was it was good to be spectating for a change. I, I didn't know how I'd go with it, but getting itchy feet or, or something like that. But um, I really enjoyed it and caught up with a few people that are. Um, that have been over here and um, heard their stories and uh, got a few ideas of maybe trying to get over there and doing a rally um, in the future. So, yeah, no, it was good. Is that something that, you know, always been there for you, the idea of wanting to go overseas, compete overseas and experience rallying, I guess, in a, in a different country? Yeah, I've always wanted to do some something overseas. Um, I think I thought my first rally would be Australia if it would be anywhere, but it's, it's looking like Ireland might be the... Might be the one. I might have a few contacts already, so that's pretty cool. But um, yeah, we just got to play our cards right and um, yeah, make a few decisions on on what what we what is possible first of all, and then um, yeah, heading into next year, just um, yeah, same with the championship and uh, just trying to fit it in. Basically, is the big is the big thing. Let's talk a little bit about that. Obviously, championship to this point hasn't been a kind one to you. I think everyone. Can probably sense your frustration and understand what you're going through. Um, just, just talk a little bit about you know how how frustrating has it been, and you know you cut a bit of a forlorn figure at times. You know you, you still enjoy rallying. Can you take you know all the pressure and 
expectation of results and all that sort of stuff. And, and you know, at the end of the day, there's a hobby and it's a passion you would like. Yeah, so it's been one of those years that have just um, Otago sort of didn't start in the way that we thought it would. We had a brand new car, basically, um, rebuilt car, and it was just we thought it was ready to go and we were, we were going to have a good good season, but uh, just didn't play out like that. And um, then we went to Whangarei thinking we had rectified all the issues. Same thing, well, not the same thing, but um, same thing from past years. And then it's just sort of been a snowball effect, trying to get to rallies and, um, yeah, I guess not enough time to actually prepare for the rally and to get to it as well um, with a with a decent test and everything like that. Um, has been our downfall, um, yeah, ultimately this season. People go through these these tough periods and you know there's not a lot you can you can do about it as a driver it's not like you're making making mistakes um i, I know when when you first sort of your family started building the car i remember talking to your dad about the enjoyment of sort of tinkering developing the car yourself and all that sort of jazz is that something that you enjoy normally as well i mean it might be a tough time to ask you this question given the, the current situation but do you enjoy that aspect of it as much like your dad does yeah, I do. I wouldn't say I'm the most mechanically minded person, so I um I really enjoy the development. But um, knowing it all, uh, sometimes I slip up a few things on on part numbers and stuff like that. But um, but yeah, I do I do enjoy that side of it, and you and you do have to enjoy that if you want to be professional or or go overseas and have a go on the WRC or anything like that. You have to know all of that, and um, yeah, I think that's just all part of it. But um. Yeah, over the past years, the car has never actually been uh, here at home. So um, for the first time, it's actually lives here in Waikuku with us now, um, which has been really good. Dad's been tinkering away. And since I've got back, we've um, had a look over a few things and, and seen what we can improve on, improve on the car, um, which has been really cool. Um, but yeah, just, I don't know, just for the, for the aspect of it, um, yeah, having the car here and being able to do it ourselves, like actually ourselves now properly, is is uh, pretty cool moving forward. Yeah, pretty good bonding experience, I imagine, with you and, and Dad as well, right? Yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah, late night um, in the shed. <laughs> but I, I got to ask a question: Have you ever ever contemplated chucking it in and getting something else, doing doing something different? We saw you obviously in the escort and had a great deal of success at Canterbury. We'll talk about that in a moment. But have you ever thought about going in a different direction? Has that ever crossed your mind? Um, oh, the thoughts definitely crossed my mind. But I, I love rallying and, I lo- and I'm a very competitive person as well. So I want to be uh, at the top of where whatever sport I'm doing. Um, and rallying, I think, is what I'm meant to do. Um, if it goes all right, then, yeah, I think we can be pretty good at it. But uh, like you said before, like, People have their their downfalls in in sports. It's just how you come back from those um, that adversity that uh, really makes you as a person and and character building and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean it hasn't been the best year so far, and um, I don't know what what the rest of the year brings for us, but um, but we're still uh, looking forward to the future and seeing seeing what we can what plans we can hatch and where we can be next year or or a couple of years down the track. Oh, I think I speak for the entire rally community, mate, and saying that we all wish you well with it too, because I think we all recognise the, the talent there. And, um, the car's been fast, you know, at times, and uh, let's hope that you have the right with it in the coming 
coming year or two. Um, let's talk a little bit about Canterbury because obviously one events in the the escort. I mean, how much fun was it? Obviously, very different different conditions probably than what we've seen um, in the championship. At this point. That, that experience, how how enjoyable was it when you use your home rally? I mean, I hate to say it, but it's probably almost more fun to drive than the AP4. Um, it's just something about looking out the side window compared to the front window. Is uh, and the rear wheel drive is just uh, there's not there's nothing quite like it in rallying. Um, you don't go as fast, but you but it still feels as fast. And um, that's a special car. Like um, Dad and Richard um, Taus built it back in uh, 2006 or seven or eight, I think. And um, it's just an absolute weapon. It's just so fast, but gets so much grip. And um, yeah, just an absolute joy to drive. Um, and I'm lucky enough to drive, be able to drive it. Um, and yeah, Canterbury was just one of those ones we started off and I was, uh, Dave and I just said to each other, look, let's just have some fun. And that's what we went out and did for the whole day. And um, had a couple of little issues and ran out of tyres, but uh, it's an escort, so you're going to do that. Um, and then, yeah, it was really, really uh, sorry to see Josh on the side of the road with his um, with his puncture, which which gave us the win. But um, but yeah, you got to take those, even if those are gift wins, like um, like Regan says, um, still a win in in our books, so we'll take it. But um, yeah, it was just great to win the home rally for a third time and um, just be in front of friends and family, being able to, um, you know, give back to them as, as much as they've supported me as well through the, through the years and, and sponsors and people like that. So um, yeah, it was a, it was a good weekend and uh, yeah, bring on next year. <laughs> we had Josh on the, on the show a few weeks back um, sort of talking about a bit of asking the same question. Obviously Rally Canterbury not currently on the, the championship obviously an event that has been in the past. Uh, there's obviously a fair bit of support for it to come back into the calendar at some point in the near future. What, you know, how much would that mean to you to, to see Rally Canterbury back as a championship round at some point really soon? Oh, I think it would be incredible. and I think you could almost make it a two-day rally, the roads we've got around here as well. Um, just need the the entrance, I guess, and the and the support from the council and the, and the sponsors and everything. But um, if you push hard enough for something, you can definitely get it um we've got the roads we've got the drivers uh there's no reason that can't happen um yeah it's an incredible rally if if anyone wants to come down to do it i definitely definitely come <laughs> absolutely um mate, obviously the the last two rounds in the championship this year are, are fairly new events we haven't seen them on the calendar for a number of years uh daybreaker back for the first time in a long time and, and bay of plenty as well i know you some of the stages of bay of plenty in the 2017 rally new zealand um you know, it's for a lot of competitors, it's going to be brand new territory, new stage and stuff they're not familiar with. You've got the luxury of, you know, Dad, national champion that has competed at those events. How much can you sort of talk to him about um, and, and garner information from him about it'll be, you know, you haven't been to for, uh, before in your career? Um, I'm not too sure about Daybreaker, about how much he'll remember of, of those roads, but um, definitely they have plenty. Uh, there's some of the roads up there, Manawahei, I think, and and a couple of others that we didn't live in, like you just said before, um, which was, uh, yeah, it was flat out everywhere. <laughs> so it'll be a bit different if we go up there this year in the AP4. Um, but, yeah, uh, Daybreaker be a cool, cool as rally, good roads I've heard. Um, 
great, great council and great um, sponsors behind it, um, supporting the event. And they've got a, um, yeah, a lot of people have uh, said they're said they're going. So, yeah, I'm sure it'll be a great event. Um, yeah, and Bay of Plenty as well. Uh, the same thing, you know. Some of the most iconic roads in New Zealand are around there, and um, I don't know. We'll just uh, see what happens. It's a, it's quite a cool position for the sport to be in now. You know, like a few years back, there were only a certain number of events, and you kind of knew that that's where the national championship was going. We just talked about Canterbury wanting to to get back in, um, Hawkes Bay, Coromandel, Waitomo have all been on the ch- in the championship in recent years, not on it this year for various reasons. We've got new events for the first time popping up. There's whispers of other events showing interest. From a driver's perspective, how important is it to see something fresh every year, not just go to the same locations, but to see a new event, a new challenge? Is that something that you like to see or you'd like to see in the championship over the coming years? Yeah, well, I love the uh, having new roads and even new rallies. Um, new rallies are awesome because everyone's basically on the same pay, on the same uh, playing field with no one's seen the stages apart from a few people but um, yeah I think that brings out the pace notes uh, things like that and the competitive side of it um, to go fast if no one's seen a road it comes down to your pace notes how how fast you can go I guess something in a, in a certain aspect but um, even even the old stages though I love I just love rallying I, it doesn't matter what road we're on. It's um, anywhere in New Zealand. We're blessed with uh, just incredible roads all over the country. So wherever we go, I'll be happy. And, um, yeah, going back to a six six or seven-round championship would be just awesome. I think when Dad was doing it, it was, I don't know how many rounds it was, but it was quite a few, quite a lot more than there is now. But if we could get back to that, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, it would be pretty cool. All right. Uh, exciting times. Mm. i better ask you too, mate, before we go, um, you know, that, that – a carrot of being the first second generation champion. You know, you obviously your dad won a national championship and won won winning rounds in the national championship. What would that mean to you? Because it's still up for grabs. I mean, yourself and Jack Hawkswood and the like, there's some young guys coming through that um, I guess fit into that category as well. But being the, you know, being the first to, to follow in dad, what would that mean, mate? Oh, that'd be incredible um, to pay him back for all he's done for me as well. Um, yeah, it would just be just be uh, an extra step forward, and whether it happens, I don't know. But um, I really, we're still definitely going for that. Uh, still a big goal of mine to be be champion and following Dad's footsteps. Um, but yeah, not putting pressure on myself to make it happen either. So uh, just taking it as it comes, and we'll see what happens, sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's a big distraction, can't it? But yeah, I'm sure it would mean a lot to you and your family. And I'm sure it'll happen at some stage too, mate. You got the talent for it. So, best of luck for the uh, the rest of the season, man. I hope the um I hope the work on the car goes well, and I uh, look forward to seeing you back at the pointy end in the not too distant future. Huh? Oh, thanks for having me, Rajiv.